Hi, my name is Catalina, and you're listening to Notable Nashville, and this is my song, Smoky Mountains.
All right. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Notable Nashville Podcast. We got Catalina in studio today. You just heard her stylings, and she is she is from Santiago, Chile. Is that correct? That is correct. Yeah. yeah. But now you live in Nashville, so how are you liking it here? I love it here. It was a good change of pace. How long have you uh, lived in Nashville? Since November, so it's been almost seven months. Seven right? months. Cool. Have you been playing a lot of shows around town? Um, I just started. It just picked up a little bit. When I first got here, um, I played a couple of open mic writer's rounds kind okay. of deal. And then um, me and my band were prepping because we went to go play South by Southwest for the oh, Red Gorilla awesome. Music Fest. Yeah, so that kind of took a big portion of the first couple of months of being in Nashville. Okay, you just played this this past year? This past one, yeah. Okay. So the one how just is, now in March. How was that? I've never been to South by Southwest. It was so crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but in the bestest of ways. <laughs> was that your first festival? It was, yeah. Well, as far as like playing, but what about going to a festival? That's That sort of festival, it was my first. Like I, I've done other types of smaller festivals, singer-songwriter uh-huh. kind of things, but nothing as big as that where gotcha. there's like bigger artists playing here and there or, you know, up and coming and there's so much going on. Yeah. And it was just insanity. Like the people itself from you know that were just attendees or just going around like there was just so much going on at all times it was yeah did you did you get to market yourself a lot and kind of talk to people about your music or i did um it was a little bit tough um just as we kind of got our grasp into Uh it and just did our showcases and there was a little bit of like networking and talking to the audience if they dug us you know sold a couple cds passed a couple business cards but sure um it wasn't kind of enjoyed it for the first time being there so it wasn't super high you know strong trying to be like oh this is me this is this is me this is what i do here's my business card do you want to sign me or do you know what i mean it wasn't a little bit of that it was just kind of getting our bearings into the whole experience and cool just playing for the first time well tell me a little bit about uh chile how long did you live there I lived there until I graduated high school, so I was born and raised there. Okay. And then I came to the U.S. all by myself to wow. go to college. Yeah. So I moved from Santiago to Connecticut to go okay. to the University of New Haven for music and sound recording. Awesome. And I spent, yeah, those last five years there. I think it's my sixth year in the U.S., so now I'm here. Well, congrats. So as far as, like, you studied sound recording, do you do your own kind of producing a little bit in the studio when you record your music, or do you kind of give that up to other people? I give that up to other people. I went to school primarily just to get my own knowledge. Okay. So that when the day came to, you know, go record an album or having to look at contracts or all that kind of stuff, I would know a little bit about every part of the industry just so that I could sit there and, you know, if I do have an opinion of how that sounds, at least know how to change it or can give suggestions as to why don't we try, you know, this oh, for or sure, yeah. compress it here. And to not get kind of blackballed on like, oh, you're going to pay this. And it's like, no, uh, you know, you should be doing this. Yeah, you know, exactly. But, that too. So yeah. it's, it's yeah, it was a little bit of both. And to learn about all different sorts of things and instruments and yeah. miking techniques or things like that. So I still do, I still did a lot of covers and experimenting, like doing demos and stuff, but it's mm-hmm. nothing that I would put out. Yeah. Be like, I produced this or oh, like, okay. or so maybe wouldn't... produced, yes, but I engineered this. I don't think so. Okay. Not, not too, too, too good of an engineer. But... Uh, I'm sure you're better than you think. So as far as like playing outside of Nashville, have you ever been, you obviously went to South by Southwest, but like one of my favorite festivals is uh, Lollapalooza in Chicago. Um, I really like going to that festival. But have you ever heard of that? 
I have, but I've never been. Never been? No, I've never been to a lot of festivals, and I want to. Yeah. But I just, it's the money thing, as an yeah, as, as an first audience touring. member. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but um, hopefully soon, you know. But I've heard wonderful things about that and Bonnaroo. I wish I could have gone oh, down yeah. here this year. But I have not gone to that one either. So I didn't make it. <laughs> not this year. Well, your sound kind of on your website, you describe yourself as the sounds of Grace Potter, Alabama Shakes, Lake Street Dive. Are those some of your influences as far as who you listen to? Or is that just kind of how you would describe describe no, your sound? Ah, uh, No, they're definitely influences. Yeah. It all it ever changes. It's so hard for me to really pinpoint as to what kind of genre I do. Mm-hmm. Um, I think what I've been using lately that I just it came about in conversation is I think that all of my music comes from a soulful place mm-hmm. and all those different bands artists you know they're very soulful but oh, yeah. it manifests in different ways I think uh-huh. but I listen to everything and anything under the sun so okay. like I listen to those three bands but I could also listen to I used to be a big Aerosmith fan when I was oh, a kid yeah. and um, big on Motown as well okay. so like all of that kind of soul R&B but I listen to like indie alternative rock and hip-hop r&b what about um, any country now that you're in nashville do you listen to any country not yet yeah see me me neither i I mean i've had a lot of country artists on the show maybe you know a handful but um it's not really something i listen to and people in nashville are like you live in nashville you must love country no it's like a melting pot of so many different genres so yeah there's a lot of singer songwriters here too so there's a little bit of everything you know like happening all at once but I want to like country. I think I just haven't been exposed to the right uh, era, maybe, or okay. the right vein of country, I guess. Because yeah. I've, one of the festivals that I have played is the Smoky Mountains Songwriter Festival yeah. in Gatlinburg. And that's, you know, those songwriters primarily are country songwriters for the, from what I heard, you mm-hmm. know, or like Americana and stuff like yeah. that. And the stories that people in the country industry can tell. You know, through through song, through yeah. The song is amazing, and I it is just haven't like my ears haven't dove into that yet. I haven't found like the niche of where I'm gonna be like, wow, yeah, country music. I see it now, <laughs> you know. But hopefully. So, as far as your songwriting style, do you do you strive to tell a story, or do you kind of go a, a different route, or what what kind of comes about when you start writing a song? That's a good question. Um, I guess I try and write a. Well, not I try. I I like to do a story, but it's in a different wor- way of kind of writing telling it, it or yeah. telling it. Mm-hmm. Um. Uh, wow. I feel like I I've given this thought, but now I feel perplexed a little bit. Well, I feel like songwriting is a, a, is different for everyone. Like I even try to dabble it in it myself, as I'm yeah. not a songwriter. But you know, lyrics are very you know kind of move through me sometimes and I'm just like oh I need to write this down so I think it comes in in different ways you know yeah no I agree like I think that everything there's always a common thread although there might not be like a beginning you know and then a peak and then the ending the resolution in the story but you've got the main parts too exactly you have the main parts it's like at least I try and send I guess a message sometimes with some of the songs more than a story some of them are very story like like this is the beginning Mm -hmm. this is the end this is you know um but um, yeah with that first song, what was the kind of the overall message of that one? It kind of was, I don't know, I was trying to listen to it. I'd never heard it before, but maybe, uh, I don't know, you tell it. I'm not going <laughs> to. <laughs> it's okay, take a stab at it. Yeah. Um, Smoky Mountains, I wrote it when I went to that festival for the very first time. I drove 15 hours by myself from Connecticut uh-huh. to go to that festival. Wow. It's the first 15 thing. hours. Yeah. It was the first time I ever thought about doing anything like that. And I was uh-huh. like, they invited me to come play and I was like, why not? Yeah. 
And I came down there and it, Smoky Mountains is the first song that I've ever written inspired by a place and not a feeling or a relationship or in per, more of a personal experience of mine. Uh-huh. It, it's still based on experience of how that place made me feel, but I tried to describe a little bit more as to how, you know, with those elements, the Smoky Mountains, you fill the valley with fog and the wolf oh, like yeah. all those little like kind of just how it made you feel and exactly essence. it was it, it was essentially a magical kind of out of body experience that i had for some wow. it sounds silly no you that, know but but it was it was it definitely changed the way that i write music now i think that was a big turning point in how i viewed myself as an artist and as a writer and then it okay. just kind of that song just like flowed and it's so funny because i wrote about smoky mountains which you know we're in tennessee in the south you'd think something a little bit more country and yeah. it came out a little bit like more bossa nova so they kind of also something about that trip just clicked in me and i kind of connected i guess more with like my hispanic roots as well yeah i definitely that heard side. that so yeah. yeah well i do want to talk about your your song lips whisper that's on rotation on radio right now that's pretty cool um do you mind if well i want to play that for everybody in here but you mind telling us a little bit about that that song sure okay um so lips whisper is about a relationship it's not about a romantic relationship it's about um a friendship relationship but after i wrote it i apply it to other romantic relationships that Mm -hmm. i've had it's essentially if you ever get stabbed in the back people are talking behind you or behind your back yeah it's this song is for them okay so i've definitely had that happen before. you know what i mean yeah. it's i wrote it i was so pissed <laughs> <laughs> but i i think that person you know and all the people that fall into that category of that song because essentially you know it's a growing experience it's a growing yeah. experience you're definitely learning from your mistakes and sometimes you know people sometimes one can be very nice to everyone mm-hmm. and you don't want to say no you don't want to let people down but it gets to a point where you can't just let people walk all over you yeah you know regardless of whether they're your friends they're your family they're someone you're trying to impress mm-hmm. so that's kind of the message of the song you know and it's a, it it comes down to the outro is like i'd rather you Um, look me in the eye instead of stabbing me in the back with whispers Mm -hmm. so if you're gonna be trash talking about me or you know trying to take advantage of me be bold say it to my face tell me you know tell me straight up exactly all right well let's hear that song this is lips whisper everybody by catalina
All right, everybody, that was Lips Whisper off of In the Midst of a War that was released back in 2015 from Catalina. You can check out the music video for that if you really like it, and go, of course, buy it on iTunes. And uh, I do want to talk about some new music. Uh, you got some new music coming about that may be floating around on the internet somewhere? I do. Um, so there's no date or anything for any album or EP yet, but everything's in the works. Okay. I haven't, I went through a really big writer's block and I'm kind of coming out of that now and moving down here to um, all my band members were all friends. So we kind of, instead of me bringing all the songs already structured, lyrics, chords and everything and being like, all right, let's kind of go ahead and produce this and record it this time around. I'm bringing kind of the bare bones of things and we're a little bit with certain songs we've been working on them more collaboratively Mm -hmm. so two of those songs um one of them is called watch me the other one's called blood sweat and tears which is two of the new ones and trying to incorporate a little bit more of that latin feel latin beat in them dance it up yeah (laughs) watch me has a little bit more of it has more of an intoxicating i guess psychedelic gypsy you know dark type of feel feel to it while blood uh blood sweat tears has that like underlining beat but it's a little bit more it's a little bit more airy and ballady but like alternative rock so it kind of like it's bouncing both of those are like bouncing off walls but those are both unofficially on youtube uh, watch me is as our um, south by southwest video so we kind of got different takes of the different showcases and just melted it to one soundtrack kind of thing so that's up on there and blood sweat tears a stripped down version of it with the full band is also up unofficially on YouTube. All right, I'll have to check that out. So is your uh, full band from Nashville as well? Do they all live in Nashville with you? Yeah, so um, we're all from the Northeast. So I met the bass player at college up okay. in Connecticut. I met the lead guitar player, Justin, um, through Evan, the bass player, because they uh-huh. were both from Syracuse, New York, oh. upstate. And then um, my husband is now playing rhythm guitar for us, and he's oh. from Connecticut. Cool. And then we met Chloe, our drummer, um, like a month or two months before we went to South by Southwest. But she's from the Boston, New Hampshire area, but she was living in Nashville. And then, so everyone essentially ended up moving down here and we mm-hmm. kind of... Yeah, I'm a drummer myself. I have a lot of respect for women drummers. Nice. I think it's cool when, because, oh, yeah. you know, the norm is the male drummer. But, you know, exactly. when you see a rocking chick drummer, they're awesome. Oh, yeah, no, and yeah. she rocks, so... Well, I do want to hear another live song from me. Would you mind playing Watch Me, the one that you talked about? Yeah, no, definitely. Right, cool, let's, let's it. hear it. Wondering 
into the night All I need is this moment So you'll soon realize Hey, thanks for taking the time to take another listen of another episode of Notable Nashville Podcast, powered by World Stage. A big thanks to our special guest, Catalina, for stopping by. Also to Ken Fritz of General Joystick for our theme song you're enjoying right now. Hey, if you like this, check us out on the web, NotableNashville.com, all the socials, and send us an email if you want to be on the show. Until next week, thanks for taking a listen to Notable Nashville Podcast. Wow, wow, wow.